everyone, and welcome to 1923 Main Street, home of the Daddy Daughter Disney Travel Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellobradic, and I'm Amelia Bellobradic. And today we're going to be talking all about the Bora Bora bungalows at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. Oh, one of our. Well, maybe I shouldn't even say one of our. No, it's not one of. It's just our. Our favorite place to stay in all of Walt Disney World. I mean, of all time. Of all time. <laughs> forever until something better comes along. <laughs> but right now, there is nothing better if you ask us. And we're going to tell you why in this episode. So if you've been wondering what the Bora Bora bungalows are all about, what they're like, the pros, the cons, and all that sort of stuff, we're going to tell you about our experiences. We're going in, to cover it in all. These, in this episode. So I, as I mentioned, really, this is my favorite place to stay. But before we get into sort of assessing the bungalows and what we love about them and how they compare to other places, let's really talk about what they are. They are bungalows. They are standalone buildings. You could pick it up and move it to a different piece of land and it would still function. You could live in this. This is a house, essentially. This is a two-bedroom, something like 1,200 square feet. This is nicer than a lot of houses. It is nicer than a lot of houses. I mean, but you can actually live in this. These are beautiful houses. So you may have seen them dotting the shores of Seven Seas Lagoon at the Polynesian. So let's talk about, first of all, what they're like. Now, there are different configurations depending, well, not configurations, but left and right. <laughs> so we're just going to talk about the ones we've stayed in, which have always been the same setup. Let's explain what they're like. They're two-bedroom bungalows. So as you walk in the front door, first of all, there's a nice little doorbell outside, <laughs> which is really fun. There's six different magical sounds, and we've recorded each and every yeah, one of there's them. there's six chimes. So I sit there and I have... Uh, my phone by the doorbell speaker and I have Amelia press the button because they go in sequence. So I would record them on. Now I use them as ringtones on our phone. Now it's my ringtone. And they can change them up too because they're just digital ringtones. So they make Christmas ones. Yeah, they're sort of fun. But that aside, when you walk in, first of all, no surprise, they are Polynesian themed. But not the tackiness of the main house. What main house? Like the main villas and the big building. Oh, the main, you mean the main the resort, main resort. Of the Polynesian. Yeah. Now, they are changing it right now. It's closed for reno. So hopefully some of that tackiness will go away. <laughs> but yes, I would agree. They're Polynesian, but very upscale and very subtle elegant. Subtle, too. Yeah. So, yeah, well, what do you mean by subtle? Well, it's not like in your face, everything. It's just like they use the nice wood and they have like the blues, but it's not every poster. Yeah, it's like everywhere. an island vibe. Bungalow. That's a good point. It's more of a elegant island feel Feels like with you're colors. actually there, which is so, what I love about it. In Hawaii? Yeah, exactly. In the Bora Bora. And I mean, honestly, are they nice? Are they nicer? I don't know. I've never been to the Bora Bora Bungalows. I want to go. Well, you know, well, let's get into it. Let's first (laughs) discuss it. So first of all, when you walk in on the right side, there is a second, I was going to say a guest bedroom as if it's our own house. But there's feels like it. It feels like it when you're there. There is the uh, second bedroom and the second bedroom is the better bedroom well that's the one you stay in and okay. if you gave me the choice between the master and the second i would choose the second and the second one has i think a queen size bed definitely Might sleeps too yeah i think it's queen and there's a beautiful headboard of uh soft surfboards no not soft they're surfboards they're hard no. wooden surfboards. i mean like the colors they're oh yeah soft the color scheme beautiful. is nice and there's a gigantic something like, you know, four foot TV. And there's also a flip down Murphy bed. 
and lots of closet space and then your favorite also, feature. most importantly there's a window bench which i've been wanting my entire life yeah and that's true and finally you love brought it. it to me when you stay in the bungalow you get the window bench so the second bedroom itself can sleep three so or two if, in the bed one in the pull down bed and it's lots of room in there or four if you want to sleep on the window bench if you were small <laughs> i guess you could if you're now, a little kid across the hall is the master bedroom. And the master bedroom, let me tell you, is something else. This is a decent-sized master bedroom with a king bed, really high-end furnishings, lamps and everything, beautiful ceiling These fans. TVs. Yeah, another huge TV. It also has a separate door out to the wraparound deck, which it's, we'll talk about. It's a about. deck. It's not a balcony. It's a deck. And, but the real killer in there is the ensuite mega bathroom so it it's a full it is quite large this ensuite and it's got two sinks you know and it's all decked out it's all granite beautiful mirror with the little tv in it which used to be really cool it's still pretty cool although i don't use it much but it's sort of neat to have and then there's a really awesome standalone shower like beautiful tiles like really nice high-end stuff and a separate toilet with a separate door so lots of room in that master it's quite large and this is like, this is a really nice, there's a TV in the mirror, which I know they're doing everywhere now, but like this was 2016. Yeah. Well, when they first opened, yeah, it was pretty neat. So that is this, the two bedrooms are sort of close to the door. And then you walk down a hall before you get to the main area at the end, which overlooks the water, there is a little hallway off to your right. The washer dryer, yes. the vacuum, the mud room also lacking a window bench. Yeah, so there's a little hallway halfway down, and that does have a full-size washer-dryer hidden behind accordion doors, so it's not, you don't see it unless you're using it. That's also where the second uh, bathroom and shower are, and they're, they're separated, like the toilet from the bathroom and stuff. Yeah. So And from the mudroom and washer-dryer, obviously. Yes, yeah, so you can get lots of use about it if you have a bunch of people. Now, these sleep nine. We've already told you there's three in the guest bedroom. Or guest. In the, in the, Let's yes, I want to live bedroom. in the bungalow. In we the second bedroom. just call it the bedroom. superior bedroom. And then there's two in the master. So that's five. And then when you get to the end, it goes right across the whole building. It's wide open. And you're it's looking huge. out over Seven Seas Lagoon. The and ceilings are probably 10 feet tall. At least, if not more. I think they're even higher. So on the right side is a gigantic family room. And there's a huge, I don't know, six foot, five foot TV. <laughs> These TVs, if they were like three dimensional, they could sleep the whole family. So must do Disney on that TV is <laughs> pretty big. Must Disney, Disney Channel. For some people, it's the first thing they do when they walk in. And there's also a pull down bed in there. And there's a pull out couch. But I mean, if you... Or bringing in cots, you could sleep like 12 people comfortably. Like it's humongous. And if you wanted to stack them, well, then you could you could just fit the whole extended family yeah, so in that, that room. That is your three more people there. Three in the guest is six. Uh, how did I know? One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven. Oh, eight, nine. Yeah. So there's, I've, I've lost count. It's ironic that the master bedroom actually sleeps the least amount of people. But the but the truth is, if yeah, if you wanted to put cots or mattresses or something, you could sleep more. Yeah. Like there's a lot of room. So that massive family room is off to the right, and then to the left, in that same open space, it's all wide open, so you can have a big party in there. Is the mm. kitchen? It's and, like the kitchen of a two three bedroom villa. And there's a big kitchen table. I think it has six chairs, but you could sit eight around it easily. 
And then the kitchen itself is full size everything. It's it's like your house at home, yeah, if not nicer than your house at home, right? It's all high end mm. appliances, granite, undermount sinks. You know, this is top of the line stuff, not the top top, but pretty top. Remember that little breakfast nook you had in your regular villa? Now double that. Yeah, and these are nothing like regular villas. And we'll get into some comparisons. But just to finish it off, then the piece de resistance, you open that sliding door and you go out where you are overlooking Seven Seas Lagoon. In and your backyard. What is outside on your wraparound deck? Well, there's so there's so many things. So let's start with the right. Well, for us. Yes. This is the plunge pool. Yeah, the there's, plunge a, there's a pool. So this cool. is, now, first of all, I'll say it is gated off. So if you have little, little ones, there is a little kid gate and sort of a fence. So no one can walk out the door and fall into the plunge pool. And, mm. and you know, obviously the whole outside uh, deck area is fenced. Nobody's falling in the water. But beware around the plunge pool. There is a ring of fire. Yes. So <laughs> if I were to say there is only one flaw, one that we found. It's not really even a flaw per se. I call it a design flaw. It's the only one in the entire bungalow that there's nothing else we can complain about except this. And what Amelia is referring to, the ring of fire. Uh, now, first of all, <laughs> this is a plunge pool. It's not a hot tub. So we like to stay, if we're staying in the bungalow, we want to go July, August in the summer so we can really enjoy this deck area with some nice hot weather. However, there's a metal band for some reason around the edge on the top of this plunge pool. So in the hot Florida sun in the summer, it, it happens gets, to be a bit hot. It, it could seriously burn you. Like we step on it. And if a child were to step on it, it's very hot. So maybe they fixed that since we were last there, but that you got to watch for that. And if you try to sit on it and burn your thighs or something, so just beware. But other than that, the plunge pool itself, it's a pretty good size, wouldn't you say? Yeah. It's like, it's like the size of a hot tub. But it, it's not hot. Yeah, it's square and it's, it's yeah, it's refreshing. And, you know, when you were little... Eight-year-old me did lengths in it. Yeah, it was almost like a, an actual pool to you. <laughs> that is essentially. And similar to the actual Ring of Fire, it is very prone to splashing or tsunamis. And another, another little cool thing right by that is there's an outdoor shower there. So if you get out of the pool and you just pull the little chain, you can shower off on the deck beside See, the plunge there's pool. There's absolutely no reason to leave this area like and why know, would when, you leave when we stay at the bungalow it's true we we literally literally cancel plans because we just we love staying there it's the it, you really feel like you're living at walt disney world this is a house you feel like you're home when they Which say the welcome dream. home yeah when they say welcome home you'll really feel like you are at home in a bungalow but i mean especially if you're only staying there for like two or three days savor it people yeah, definitely like, savor don't, it. Just don't even make any plans. Just just stay there. And we're not done the tour yet. The pool's not the only thing outside. So it's you the main can attraction. have your refreshing drink in the afternoon or your morning coffee. Right, there's that little gate, but then the rest of it's open and it wraps around one side. Well, two sides of the four is a wraparound. One is the entrance and then the other side, there's nothing. But in the other wraparound part, there is a little... A patio table with some chairs, and there are two loungers. That's boring. What you want to talk about is the swing chairs. There are two swing chairs, and by swing chairs, we mean those hanging, I don't even know what they're called. They the look little, like, like net things. Like eggs. Are... They look yeah, like exactly. eggs with, a, with one side cut out. Yeah, and you could cozy up in there. Well, the you, 
you and your cousin did cozy up in there. It was so great. When she came to visit us in the bungalow. Yeah, see, all of your friends are going to want to visit you when you're in the bungalow. And that door from the master bedroom leads right out to those hanging chairs. So the masters get a nice little uh, entry onto this wraparound deck. With all of these entrances and exits, if you have kids, I would recommend hide and seek, manhunt, all, all of the above. See, what this is is essentially a fungalow. Yes, the fungalo or the cow bungalow, as I call them. And, you know, if you do go in the summer like us, if it, if you get one of those rain showers, who cares? There's so much fun to just to be in the bungalow. I can't. Even now I'm getting excited. I want to stay there again. You could watch the rain at the window of your lovely window bench. So let's talk about, obviously, look, these are fantastic standalone buildings, right? It's like being in a house. But how else are they different? There's a couple of key differences for me personally that I love about these. And I would say even on the record now, I would rather stay in a bungalow pretty much than anywhere else. And that includes a luxury suite in the Grand Floridian, my favorite hotel generally. I'd say the only thing that could ever possible that's currently built that could possibly top it is the castle suite. Yeah, and we can't book the castle suite. Unfortunately, it's not available for booking. Disney, if you're listening, we constantly try to get ourselves in that castle suite. We enter the contest and... So on and so forth, but no luck. So that aside, I would rather stay in a bungalow. First of all, it's like a house, and I like having a kitchen, and we always buy groceries, as we talked about in a recent episode. So uh, yeah. not because I want to cook on vacation, but it's just handy to have. <laughs> oh, even just groceries, even just for beer and wine and cooking soda pop, you know? <laughs> it's great having a big kitchen. But also, one of my biggest pet peeves about Disney hotels, and really any hotel... That's, or really at all. Yeah, that's not built the right way. Or really at all is noisy neighbors through the wall. Yeah, see, you have excellent hearing, but I, I could see how this would so be So even issue. if we're in some fantastic Grand Floridian suite, odds are, with my luck, even though it can be gigantic, the bed is going to be against a wall that has a neighbor on the other side. And it's I'm always hear you. Them. Yeah. So this does not happen in a bungalow because it's a standalone building. Sure, you have neighbors, but they're... They're a good distance away, and also I like how they stagger the bungalows so that they're not in a straight line because they follow the shoreline. So you're not looking in on anyone. They feel very private, even though you're still out in the open. But my thing is, it's not the only standalone structure, so what makes it the best? Well, another thing I like about the bungalows, yeah, before we move on to what you're saying, is the overwater part. And you talked about this a bit earlier. So these over they're overwater bungalows, and they were built modeled after the or overwater bungalows that you see in Bora Bora, the real ones. And I remember when I remember when they opened, someone wrote, Can someone tell me why the Polynesian bungalows are three times as expensive per night as the actual Bora Bora bungalows in Bora Bora? They and, might be a bit more expensive. Well, and, and this is true. Let's just talk about cost before we talk about other things, just so there's no illusions here. These are expensive. Incredibly. And, and when I say that, I'm talking several thousand dollars, depending on the season, two, three thousand, into the thousands per night. So, you know, if you're staying there for a week, that's over well over ten, fifteen thousand dollars. So, and even if you're, and they are Disney Vacation Club villas. Yeah. So they're Disney Vacation Club villas. But even if you're on points, anyone listening who's a DVC member and have never stayed at them or looked into it, you're looking at something in the range ballpark of 185 points per night. 
And if you're not in Disney Vacation Club, just to put that into perspective, that's at least five nights at a decent uh, studio villa at 30 odd points a night. <laughs> so they're not inexpensive. So one thing I would say that is... they're worth it. Well, to us they are. But here's what I'm going to say to you. You don't have to stay there for a week. Yeah, no, I, I, I personally, I wouldn't recommend it, even if you have the funds. Well, I'd recommend it if I had the funds. No, but. because then it's not as fun. It, it is fun. So I would also say one night is, because you'd have to check out the next day, you got to do two, three. No, don't do one. One's not yeah, worth don't it. Don't do one. If you can swing it, you can do three nights there and then three or four somewhere. And, you know, if you want to go value or something, fine to make up the difference. But I would say. And do it second. Yeah. Don't go bungalows <laughs> yeah. and then go down. Good point. <laughs> Do n- you want to upgrade on the end, not downgrade. So, yeah, uh, you know, three nights there would be awesome. I love being in your room and you look out and you all you see is the water. And exactly. plus, they're very exclusive, right? You, you feel good staying in them because just to get to the bungalow, when you're walking up to them, there's a little gate. Get to tap your little magic <laughs> to, You got to tap just to get onto the boardwalk. Where all the bungalows are. So you and your neighbors and people ring your doorbell. You not, feel not exclusive. You do feel exclusive. So they're very, very cool. Now, as you mentioned, they are not the only standalone accommodations at Walt Disney World. In fact, there's four I can think of off the top of my head. But I mean, these have the best view and you can listen to Happily Ever After and they're just, well... Oh, I forgot about that. Sorry. In addition to the shower, on the balcony, the deck... There is a speaker. So when Happily Ever After comes on, because the Polynesian bungalows face the Magic Kingdom across Seven Seas Lagoon. And where we like to stay, we can see Cinderella Castle. So when the show comes on, you can turn up your own private volume, stand on your deck, and watch the show. Now, there is another complaint about the Bora Bora bungalows before I move on. These people need to stop complaining. These are perfect. Well, we'll tell you how how to address that. The complaint is, if you're staying in one... Close to what? Oh, the far end. The far end where the ferry boat is. See, these horns um, may awake you middle, early morning. Now, personally, the sounds of Disney, I really like the boat horns, the train whistle, that. But some people... No one wants to be woken up in the middle of the night for a little horn. Well, the bungalows stretch from the dock by the volcano pool where the boats come all the way along the shore, all the way over to the ferry boat that takes guests to the Magic Kingdom and also where the monorail is. And I'd say a hack is to get either from 1 to 10. I mean, 1 to 5 is preferable, but anything from 1 to 10 is good because otherwise you're going to be going on quite a hike. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a hack. I would say make a room request. We, we always talk about making room requests. So if you are staying in a bungalow, request 7001 you know, to 7010. We like 7002 personally. That's our bungalow. <laughs> it's the second one in. Uh, I just love it. It's a good spot. It's not the first one, so it's not right beside the dock. It's just the way it's positioned is great. But really, any if of the first... If you happen to be staying at our bungalow, let, let us know how you yeah. enjoyed your experience. Any of the first 10 are great. You're not near that sound from the ferry. You hear yeah. the boat sounds, but it's, no to me, not annoying at all. I don't even really hear it. And you have a spectacular view. It also happens to be quite close. <laughs> of everything on Seven Seas Lagoon. It's great. People come by and there's sea rays and you but see racers you, and wave at you. But for you people with your step counters who might want the farther ones, don't do that to your family. Yeah, they are a hike. <laughs> Very long hike. Now, the biggest comparison 
to the bungalows is the Cascade Cabins at Wilderness Lodge. And what would you say is better? Well, here's why I prefer the bungalows. First of all, I like the way the bungalows look. I like the Polynesian look and feel of them. They fit the resort. The Cascade Cabins from the outside, I don't understand why they don't look like sort of log cabins the way they have wood everywhere else in that resort. They look like, in my opinion, I'll say it, cheap sheds, and I don't get it. Well, first of all, don't judge a book by its cover. Come on, this is the first thing you learn. But second of all, it's really it really depends on your family and this type of thing you like. For example, if you have a person who likes camping and staying at Fort Wilderness and Wilderness Lodge a lot, and you want to stay at the bungalows, well, then maybe this is a good compromise. Now, I will say, yes, the inside of them are spectacular. Plus, the interior is gorgeous. Yeah, the Cascade Cabin's interior is amazing. Some people would even like it better. And it doesn't have a pool. It has a hot tub. Okay, and it has a, a fireplace, too. has sort of a fireplace, too. It's more of a wintry. Exactly. And what I don't personally, I like to be over the water and I like the view. The Cascade Cabin's are sort of near the water but they're not really on the water and there's really no view maybe from the far ones around the face fort wilderness but, but the ones you, closest yeah. to the contemporary they're in the woods a little bit buggy yeah. at certain times of year but if you were going at christmas or something i would recommend the cascade cabins because you got the hot tub got the fire it's, it's it's more wintry whereas if you're going in the summer where it's extremely hot i might recommend the bungalows i would always take a bungalow but i see your point and i will add the Cascade Cabins are slightly less expensive. Well, they're, they're, they're cheaper. <laughs> yeah, not a lot, but a little bit. So, you know, there's that. Now, there are two other things, just for the sake of mentioning. There are the... Treehouse Villas. Treehouse Villas at Disney Saratoga Springs Resort. I don't, I'm not a fan of those. I find them a bit dated, and they're sort of... I just don't like where they, they are. They might need the some pool. updating. Yeah, the, they need some updating. Their pool is good, though. Uh, not that. That's the worst pool of, of the five. It's very quiet. It's like our backyard pool. <laughs> it is very quiet. And then the other one are the uh, cabins at Fort Wilderness, which yeah. are more cabin-like. But those are more of a moderate. Yeah, those are more of a moderate. But they do hit the notes of being standalone and there's no neighbors through the walls. Okay, well, you know what else hits the notes of being standalone with no neighbors? What? The castle suite. Yes, well, it's not something we can book if we want <laughs> Unfortunately, to. Unfortunately, so. it's incredibly difficult to get so into. So if you can't get the castle suite, you can get a Bora Bora bungalow. But, but I that, mean, if you manage to swing it, hey, good for you. That's, that's really how I, I say they're different. Now, hmm. is it worth it? Yes. Well, it's hard to say, right? I mean, if you're looking for a super, super special yeah. occasion place to stay. Like it's, maybe it's not an every trip thing for you, but I'd say do it at least. Like, well, do it's it. Not an, yeah, it's not an every <laughs> trip thing for us. They are booked all the time, though. So, yeah. you know, and they are, they were supposedly building more at Reflections, which is now on hold. And I'm not sure what those were going to look like. But I'd say at least put it on your bucket list and try to do it at least once. Yeah, I really, really love the bungalows. They're excellent. And the interior. The interior of the Borbor bungalows is more oceany. It's summery. And so that's what I'm saying. You need the seasons. You got so which season are you? And depends. Or maybe if you're a camper, I'd recommend the Treehouse Villas. Personally, I mean technically, technically, they're deluxe. So what is your most favorite thing about the Bora Bora bungalows? Well, I, I don't hate me, but the window, the window bench. The window bench? <laughs> don't hate me. You mean me. the little window bench in the, in the second bedroom? Look, I got a stitch toy 
from the store at the bungalows and I would sit there with my stuffed animal, which was humongous, on the window bench, which I've wanted forever, and I would sit and I'd watch like the humongous TV. And that was it was a great night, and that's life, people. And I would really say that as we've mentioned, these are unlike anything else at Walt Disney World. See, it's called bungalow life. That's what it is. They they are just standalone homes. I mean, you could literally li- it's, it's a home. That's that's what the bungalow is, essentially and realistically, a bungalow is a home. And I mean, I know so are apartments, but th- this is a house. You know, you could find an architect and get them to build. Please do it. This bungalow. I really <laughs> want somewhere. someone to do this. It is it is that much of a house. Make it your cottage. Yeah, make it your cottage. <laughs> Summer cottage. <laughs> Maybe we and should get one in Disney Resort. All of your friends will be North. jealous. Anyway, we're having a lot of fun with this. But if you have ever been wondering about, is it worth staying in a Bora Bora bungalow? So if you're wondering that at all, I would say it is. I'd say it is. Like I said. Even if it's just a one-time thing, yeah. I, I say go for it. And don't think about having to do it for a week because that is expensive. <laughs> nice. We do see people go in and out for a night. I really think that's too short. So consider... But if it's th- all you can afford, do it. Three nights is ideal. Two <laughs> nights, at least, you don't have to get up and check out the next day. Yes, two nights is, at, I'd say, the minimum if you want to have a, a real good experience. Yeah. But one, you're you're still staying there. And if you have any questions about the bungalows that we haven't answered yeah. in this, because we've just been chatting about our experiences, what we love about them, reach out to us, either contact at 1923mainstreet.com or follow us on social media at 1923mainstreet, pretty much on every platform. And yeah, ask us your questions and we'll give you our honest responses as an adult and a kid. And if you want to see the actual tour of the bungalows, there is a video available at Mike Bello Braddock on YouTube. And you know what? I will put a link in the show notes to the video. Yes. So it's a quick walkthrough we've done. Actually, if you there's, want a, to visualize there's a couple it. of videos. Yeah, if you want to see the one we're talking about. You could see me and the giant yeah, flat screen TV. Like. Yeah, Amelia, a couple of years ago, Remember I think, I'm when eight. I shot that video. Yeah, you're not now, but you were at that Remember time. I was eight. But yeah, seriously, <laughs> ask if you have any questions, let us know. We would love to answer your questions. We really love the bungalows. Cannot wait to stay in them again. And we even have some bungalow designs on a Redbubble shop, so yeah, go check that out. we have out. a bungalow life t-shirt that, Which you know. that is essentially what it is. On 1923mainstreet.redbubble.com. That's how we support the show. We don't put a lot of ads in the show, as you, or any, actually, <laughs> I should say. No ads in the show. So. We don't want to bug you with those. Yeah, check out our shop. So listen, everyone, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this discussion of the Bora Bora Bungalows at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. Definitely worth checking out. And we'll see you again next week. Thanks, as always, for listening. We truly appreciate it. Have a magical day. Bye-bye.